first of all, I want to thank you for clicking the link. Yes. Thank you for clicking the link. Thank you for listening. Making an attempt to even wonder what's happening on Addict Corner. Yeah. Thank you. And if you've been listening all along, thank you also for being consistent with your growth. I'm really excited. Uh, this is season five. <laughs> I'm happy. Um, yes. My name is Oluato Biloba. As always, I, I know I'm sure you people like, yeah, that's my name, Oluato Biloba Davis, as always. Okay, so welcome back. Um, first of all, how was last week's episode? I mean, I I had fun at the party, 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 party. Okay, okay. I mean, it was a lot of wine. Come on, that was that was like beautiful wine. That was that was like refined, carefully bruised. You know, there was this taste that the wine had. You know, after 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 recording, I I and um, you know, after the whole party, I literally just still feel that wine. It still gave me this sort of pleasure and if you didn't listen to the episode you should go listen yeah you should the party was a blast i had fun i drank a lot of spirit wine <laughs> spirit wine i'm sure you're like since when the spirit and wine come into place yeah yeah you get it when you get there <laughs> anyway so welcome back you know officially to another season i'm really happy to have you on this season thank you so much for following through season one season two season three season four which was one of my favorite seasons <laughs> clearly season four was more like um growth for me because i think it was more like a transcending i don't know did you notice the beginning especially was it was an, like an electric it was so intense i was I was excited for season four, you know, and now that this is, this is season five. My excitement is bubbling again and I'm feeling like we just started. We are pushing forward and we're going to go in strong. So I want you to just really follow through that. That's, that's what I'm asking you. I mean, if you've not been following through, by the way, um, this is from my heart and I'm going to say it again. If you do not have an accountability partner, and you're still struggling with addiction please get one from the bottom of my heart if you're not listening to this just because you want to listen or you want to just if you listen to this because you're addicted please you know i i i I wish that i could i could reach much more people um because my heart is so filled with so much burden these days you know it's like it's sad you know it's sad it's so it's so depressing the eye level of of conversations that has to do with these things conversations um things that do not necessarily minister so much life it's very depressing for me when i find myself in that situation or in that gathering i easily take myself out of it because i always believe that it will affect me it will make me 
you know it's, it's just what what it is apparently but if you are, don't have an accountability partner and if you've been following the season back to back please i beg you work on yourself it's very very important because it's it's more like the bible says that we should with fear and trembling we should fight for our salvation we should seek our salvation with fear and trembling so there should be a level of reverence for god yeah there should be a level of desire inside of you trembling you know you you desire something you are agitated for something you hunger for it you want to get it so there should be a level of trembling and 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 him in your heart but if you don't have that i'm begging you spend time praying spend time you know it funny enough a lot of people find it very natural because it's wed you know that's one of the things we're going to be talking about today you know following what we took back towards the end of season four and we're just going to talk about it today so a lot of people feel like all these things i'm talking about is natural they feel there's no big deal seriously it's 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 out there but for you that you're listening right now god bless your soul Yes. So yes, God actually blesses you. He blesses your soul. He blesses your heart and your great desire to want to be better than you were yesterday and um, the day after and the day before, the day before, before. <laughs> I mean, that is my desire that God actually blesses you and God actually keeps you and that his face does shine upon you and he's gracious to you in Jesus name. Amen. All right, let us pray. Our God and our Father, we thank you for this week's episode. We thank you because um, it's not by power, it's not by might, and but by your spirit. We thank you because by strength shall no man prevail, by wisdom, not you know, wisdom alone, but wisdom of you, wisdom of who you are, wisdom of your lights, wisdom of your hope, is that which will make a man stand thank you because we are walking by standing with you we are walking by leaning on you we thank you father because you will help us to grow you will help us to learn and even today we ask that you cause this word to mix with us it mixes with faith in our soul that we may gain entrance into your well 
help us to drink from your well help us to drink help us to drink abundant abundantly great hunger and test in us that we may continue drinking and keep drinking from you we'll never get tired of you we'll never be dull of hearing you in jesus name amen okay so um our anchor scripture colossians chapter 2 let's start from um verse 6 Apostle Paul was talking to the um, Colossians and he was saying, Colossian, Colossia. <laughs> yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> but yeah, he was talking to them and he said, from verse 6, he says, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with tents given. Now verse 8 says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. But what we are focusing on is, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Before he started talking about beware, he talked about being rooted and built up in him you know um the book of ephesians talks about how we should desire to be rooted and grounded in love this love is more like the love that we would have towards god so being rooted and grounded being established being built upon you know in the faith when you read the book um the epistles when you read the bible you see multiple things that are being said multiple things that have been continually said concerning matters like this that we talked about in season four towards the end you see situations you see instances you see men running to god after they've sold their hands with iniquity so they find themselves going back to him and seeking his help and we see god having so much mercy and then we come to sec- we come to the New Testament, and everybody says, "Oh yeah, I'm a new creation, glory to God." <laughs> you know, you're a new creation, and you have grace, right? You're not going to be stoned to death. You're not going to be beaten, right? But you have grace. So you basically want to feel like you can do whatever it is that you can do because it's not clearly spelled out what is wrong and what is bad. The Bible has mentioned fornication. The Bible has mentioned adultery. You know the funny thing that a lot of people do not know? In the book of um, Ephesians, I think we read it the last time. Ephesians 5. It says that you should not have foolish talks. Now I'm talking about a bunch of other things that the Bible have said concerning those words that will say, um, there's no point, what, what's wrong in me having sexting, for example, sexting. I'm not having sex with this person. What's the big deal in me sexting? 
I mean, why you, why are you making a big deal out of it? Why are you making a big deal out of it? Is it a big deal? I'm just talking about special parts. I used to do that. You know, I used to sext a lot. I remember there was a time that a guy actually sent me a picture of his private area. <laughs> that time was so funny. It was with my NYC, right? I just started NYC and then I never know a whole bunch. So, uh, in case you don't know what NYC is, yeah. So, it's like a service here we do in Nigeria. more like community service kind of thing, but you just have to do it. Uh, it's good for you, yeah. So, serve your country. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I was just like, who serve your country? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's serve a country. So, I just started out there and... I remember that I used to be so vulgar and I used to be so nasty. <laughs> and I told this guy to send me a picture of his private area. And I was teasing him. He thought I was I was joking initially. And I was just being a dear and a dear. And the next thing I know, he pops it up. I'm not like, whoa, oh my god, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> but but funny enough, I, I you know to see me really triggering the conversation, really pushing him to get it done. And of course, I did what I did. And it was like, your turn. I'm like, what? Nah, 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 nah. I ain't gonna send that to you. <laughs> no, I can't even imagine myself really doing that. <laughs> I said I wasn't gonna send it. He felt really sad and upset, you know. Yeah, but, but I just, I told you, I think the statement I made was, it is not, it would not help my swiftness. Yeah, I think that was what I used. Swiftness to salvation. As I then, I didn't understand what was happening, but I was always sexting a lot. I was a very good sextist, if there's anything like that. And the funny thing is that the Bible mentions in the book of Ephesians that foolish talks, jesting, those things don't make sense. When you feel like, because it's not a big deal, you're not hurting anyone, doesn't mean you're. it's not a big deal. It's, okay, that's that. That's, all right? <laughs> So now let, let's just go. So I just wanted to put that out there because a lot of us will be like, ah, all these things that Toby keeps talking about. It's not like I see they are that bad all in themselves. But the truth really is, it has been stated. So if you are rooted and built and established in the faith, the faith that you have received, Bible says that you should walk therefore. Therefore, as you have received him, you should walk in him. Walk in him as you have received him. Christ is holy. Christ is righteous. Christ is clean. Christ is beautiful. So, on that note, on, on, on that note time, did we learn, even if he's like, oh, they didn't teach me that. Did we learn that Christ engaged in uncleanliness? So, the Bible says, as we have, as we have received him. How did you receive Christ? That's the question. Did you receive Christ to in a, in a manner that you are excused from doing certain things? How did you receive Christ? You say, oh, he has given us grace and all of that. How did you receive Christ? How did you receive him? So did you receive, you know, someone that, 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 that allows you, allows you to engage in ungodliness? The Bible says that Christ loved righteousness and hated iniquity. So how did you receive Christ? That's the question I'm asking you. How did you receive him? Because if you received Christ in a manner 
The Bible says we should walk in that manner to which we have received him. Now, so, um, you know, says, you know, you know, goes further. It goes further and he says that beware, you know, lest any man spoil you through philosophy. You know, philosophy uh, are like principles, principles and vain deceit. Vain means, um, something without a substance. Yes, that's what vain is. Without any substance, without any end in itself, just empty. Basically, what it does to you is just vain. It doesn't give you any sort of upliftment. It just it's just for a while kind of thing. But it's, it's it lacks so much substance to sustain you. Now, deceit is more like a falsehood. Falsehood. So the the false. <laughs> you know the funniest part. The falsehood that you are receiving is even vain. That means that you know it's, it's okay to. So it's it's okay to receive a falsehood, right? And um, at least if the falsehood is is <laughs> carries water, you will know that okay, you receive the falsehood. Now you receive falsehood, and it is now vain. You receive a lie that is empty. If you receive a lie, I mean, it's just like a guy is uh, lying that his daddy has this, his daddy has, has, daddy has that. Do you understand? And let's just say maybe his daddy is not so bad. Maybe his daddy has a bungalow and he said his daddy has a duplex. Maybe his daddy has a Corolla Camry, right? A Toyota Camry rather. And he says his daddy has um, a Venza, something like that. At least you know there's still small substance in it. It just slides small. <laughs> the falsehood still has small substance. But when somebody says his daddy has, you know, a duplex, and his daddy doesn't even have a piece of land. Now, that is lifeless. Lifeless falsehood. That's the end. At least you can still manage. But the Bible says, vain deceit. So, that which we have received, that which, that which we have received is of substance. And then, the Bible says that we should we should be careful lest no man spoil us. Lest no man spoil you with principles. Falsehood that is empty. Traditions after men, you know, tradition, something that has been taken as a norm, a normal. You remember when, when we were running pornography and we we're talking about a norm, the way it has been taken as a normal. A norm, something that's in Kaida is a normal thing, is our is a is it, is our tradition. Remember when we're killing twins in Nigeria and Mary Slesso, God bless her soul, came in and said, You know what? Break this normal. <laughs> and we had a new tradition not to be killing twins. When you know some persons were being sent out of the of, of the community, and she she some persons came and they said, No, not anymore. So, a normal that has been accepted. So, that's why anybody will tell you that. Okay, so, wait. <laughs> you know, I was watching something on TV one day. Uh, one lady was being interviewed. And she was being interviewed. And she, she goes, okay, hi. I don't know how you doing. Fine, fine. Okay. She said, she's not asking you, so do you have a boyfriend? And girl was all like, 
No, she doesn't have a boyfriend. She's like, ah, really? Uh-uh. So how do you keep yourself together? <laughs> and then the girl was like, well, no, I'm really not in for any of that right now. I just sort of focus on my career and all that. She's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. You don't have sex toys? You don't? Are you a celibate or something? And then she's like, no, I'm not a celibate. Come on, don't say that to me. So, but you have sex toys. So what do you do exactly? She's like, no, she's just really just avoiding that space right now. <laughs> The person that she was telling found it stupid. She that she was saying it felt stupid. <laughs> you know, it felt it, it was it was rather weird because she was saying something that she was just probably doing it. You know, she didn't have any kind of alignment with anything, but she was just probably just doing it. And apparently, the lady was telling her, I mean, so it's a normal for you to have a vibrator. You're a single lady, you ain't got no man. You gotta make yourself popped up a bit more. You have to have a dildo. You, <laughs> you have to have some really nice, amazing things to make you go crazy when the guy is not around. Right? Right? Right or wrong? Wrong or right? Right or right? Wrong or wrong? <laughs> so it's a normal. That's why when you now say, I don't do this stuff, people find it weird. I'm like, really? Wait, what? Are you in this world? Do you even live here? Do you understand? And okay, so then the Bible now goes further and it talks about the rudiments of this world. So rudiments also means principles of this world, the way men have viewed the world, the way men has viewed life and the rest of it. So the Bible says specifically, let no man spoil you. You know, let's 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 take a break and when we come back, we'll finalize this week's episode. That's why I am not ashamed of the gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ. No, I am not afraid to be counted. I'm willing to give my life. See, I'm ready to be all He wants me to be and give up the wrong for the right. No, I am not ashamed of the gospel. back oh yeah so we're talking about colossians um two right that was what we're talking about and we're talking about colossians eight colossians eight the book of colossians um eight that talks about being where and we're, we're actually kind of like changing the words and making us understand so rudiments of this world um characteristics you know philosophy is more like the morality the the way morality has been defined, right? Then the seeds, right? Combine words together is like um, falsehood that does not have substance. Now, tradition, the normal, <laughs> right? Rudiments of this world, the principles of this world, the 
the things that have been gathered together that they will say if you don't follow this step you are not going to make it <laughs> you just do you, have, you, have you ever heard that before somebody tells you if you don't follow this step you're not going to make it it's just like there was a time i read one very long article one time like that and then the boy was all talking about how god really led him to microsoft you know i like it stuff so uh i got really led into microsoft and how it was really just grace and mercy and the fact that when he first started he, his mom really didn't want him to so basically he was basically just talking about education you know he mentioned it, he said the way education has been carried education has been lifted so high so so i like going to school and the rest of it you know has been lifted so so high that without education you can't exactly get the things that you need like it's the end itself do you understand like education is 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 not considered is like you are you are you are going to it's like five minutes for you to get to the end education is like five minutes before do you understand so education is that gateway if you don't have it you can't enter so if you drop out of school you are done for if you if you take online courses or you, are, you just have a certification and not a master's you are done so there has been there was a time in the world that it used to be that type of rudiment we used to have that type of principle that uh if you don't have this if you don't have that you can't necessarily become something in life but you see these days <laughs> Mark zuckerberg broke it he broke that rudiment <laughs> he broke it and said you know steve johnson is just the worst his own is the worst off i know <laughs> i mean and he just broke it like that. Went to learn calligraphy. Who does that? <laughs> Come on. He went to learn calligraphy. And, 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 and Mark Zuckerberg was in school. And then he called a bunch of guys that they should gather together and do Facebook. And then <laughs> the, guy, the guy left school alone. And he's under 13. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So, rudiments of this world. What I'm trying to point out is that with all these examples that I've been giving so far you can make your own choice you can make your own choice not to be spoiled not to be spoiled so we go like um ah, this is too stressful that's the way the world works that's why he says rudiment of this world so if he says that you have been set apart you're not part of this world you need to be able to define yourself um am i am i part of this world because if you're part of this world you're definitely going to work after the principles after the morality after the false um substance you definitely going to work after the tradition and the normal of this world but if you bring yourself to a point where you separate yourself clearly you will not do most of the things most people do and people will say I think you're weird. You're not so weird. You everything about you is just weird. <laughs> I get that a lot anyway. Uh good times and bad times. <laughs> I've I've heard good, I've heard bad. And and, and then especially when you, if you see me, funny enough, if you see me like physically, you the first impression you're going to have about me is going to be so not it. <laughs> you won't believe I'm not running the podcast. But when you come close to me, you'll be so shocked. I remember when I, I, I think I said it before. I remember when I first resumed my new job, and my colleagues used to have this mindset about me. 
Even some of my bosses had a mindset about me until we spent two, three weeks together. And they were like, oh my goodness. One girl looked at me in the eyes and she was like, you're weird. And you know the fun, do you know the weirdest part? You know that you are weird. <laughs> it was so funny. I liked it. Seriously, I didn't have a problem with it. So my question is this. Do you feel comfortable being called weird, different, not part of us? Or do you always want to try to fit in? Because most of the time, the reason why we make all these mistakes and involve ourselves in these matters of life and issues is because we are always trying to fit in. We are always trying to be part of what is happening. We always want to try to be in vogue. So my question again, you know, you, you, you do some things on social media, insults, consistent authorities. <laughs> Me, I've done my own too. <laughs> See, I'm here. <laughs> I remember there was one time we had this thing in Nigeria. I was angry. Ah, I, I, I was just, I was just talking. When I feel talking for like two, three days. I, I, I wasn't tired though. I was just upset. As I was talking, I was crying because people died. That was around November. And I just, wasn't even about October, there about. So I just really just sat. It was, I think it was around October. So I sat, October 20, yes. So I just sat and I just decided that, okay, you know what? I don't think I want to allow myself to continue being sad, you know. So that was when God now had my time. That started showing me all the many, many things I've said about conspiracies. And the Bible says, by all means, pray for peace for all men. Carefully, there could have been constructive ways I should have said those things. Now, somebody's like, hey, Tommy, please, please, are you trying to tell me? Telling me that I should not talk? No, no, I'm not saying you shouldn't talk. But there are constructive ways, you know, what they call constructive criticisms. There are constructive ways of telling a person something, not judging, but being as, ob- not judging, not being subjective, but being as objective as possible and still passing out the points. So they are very much, when you're angry, you never really know what you can do. That's why the Bible says be angry, but do not sin. Because you know, when you're angry, you have the capacity to actually sin, you know? So, I mean, that day I was, I was angry. At some point, I would delete some things. I would, <laughs> you are very stupid. <laughs> I wrote that one, though. You know, I had to take it off. I went back again because it, it was really, really annoying, especially the way it was turning out. And I was... So, why am I even using that as an instance? At some point in our lives, we, we don't even know when we get spoiled. We don't know when we get spoiled. And we just find out that we've been so spoiled with philosophies, vain with deceit. We don't know. It just happens. And we just find out that we are already engaging in certain practices that are not rooted, built, or established in Christ. So, today I just want us to just do a self-evaluation. I'm going to do a lot of self-evaluation. Um, where have I been spoiled lately? Where have I been spoiled We've all been spoiled somehow. Where have I been spoiled lately? So spoiled that I can't even tell how spoiled I am. Where have I been spoiled? Let us ask God to really help us. To reconstruct our mind. To renew it. 
and cause us to be rooted and built and established in him and i trust god to help us so that all this spoiling <laughs> we will not engage in them because that's one of the things that causes all these issues you know all this addiction alcohol we think it's natural because we've been spoiled in our heads we never really know we just see that you know biggie no no biggie so we'll have like five boyfriends she doesn't love any of them <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> oh more this life eh? <laughs> oh glory to god but the truth really is when we look deeper we we know the truth we know the truth for those of us that are opportunity to know the truth i think we should be happy we should be happy that we know the truth now the question is are we allowing the truth set us free or we still want to be bound by those things that don't set us free those things that enslave us when we know the truth so um when we know the truth do you still want to be stuck where you are when you know the truth or and to some people they don't even know the truth they don't know the truth that's why we're doing a podcast so that people can at least know the truth know what is there know what is out there <laughs> And I just got to really help us. I got on our Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We thank you because you are gracious and you're merciful. We thank you because this world has mixed with blood in us and you will help us to evaluate our lives. And that we'll be better, we'll change, we'll grow, and we'll build up ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. You are the fire, we are the temple. You are the voice, we are your song. You are God, we are your people. You are the light, we stand in all.